everybody. Hello. I hope you're having a wonderful time tonight. This is Dr. Connie Green here on Wisdom Tips, here to drop pearls of true wisdom so you can get the tools that you need to live a victorious life. I'm your host again, Dr. Connie Green. Those of you that don't know me, I hear, I'm here every Thursday at 7 p.m. on Thursdays dropping pearls of true wisdom so you can be able to navigate through this life that we live in. So if you're new to us, just sit back, take some notes. We're going to be talking about a very exciting topic tonight, especially because we talked about it on last week. So this will be part two of our series that we want to talk about on, on our, our miracles. And so this uh, topic today is wisdom. So you having wisdom so you can release miracles through faith part two. Let me say that again. The topic of today is having wisdom to release miracles. And this would be part two. I've got a lot of feedback about part one. So I just want thought maybe I'll just keep on flowing with this topic. You know, when you find out that somebody's interested in a topic, you know, you just keep on rolling with it to try to help some people. So I hope I'm helping people, especially on last week. I've, I got a lot of comments about how they enjoyed uh, talking about wisdom and talking about dreams, because I'm a, I'm a true believer that God has called us all to do some things and God has given us some dreams in life. And sometimes we forget what God has done for us because life happens and we give up on our dreams. So I want to say to those of you that was not in with us on last week, I'm going to tell you what I told them on last week. Don't give up on your dreams. Don't let your dreams die. Just move forward. Keep doing what God has called you to do. And God will work a miracle in your life and your dreams will come to pass. That being said, on last week, uh, God really blessed me right after the, the uh, lesson that I taught on miracles. About three days later, I got a phone call and it was a blessing to me. It was like a miracle, something that I had been praying for for a long time. So I just got so excited. I said, God, I've got to continue to teach on this topic because I believe once we build up our faith and we believe God can do the impossible because he can, things will start happening. But you got to get it in the atmosphere. You got to you got to speak it into existence. Believe God, knowing what he called you to do, then you won't be afraid and, and, and be, get timid. Because once you realize what God is doing in your life and you realize that God has truly call you for a certain assignment on this earth, then nothing in this world can stop you. And I want to encourage you tonight as we talk about this topic again, miracles, signs, and wonders. I've got a question I want to ask you. Do you have now faith? Let me say that again. Do you have now faith? Well, maybe you have never even stopped to even think about that. Have anybody ever asked you that question? I know you probably read it in the Bible if you're a Bible scholar, but in the Bible, it tells us that we can have faith. Now is faith, right? So do you have now faith? You know, well, let's stop and let's examine what faith is all about. In this episode, like I said, we're going to be talking about having wisdom to release uh, miracles through our faith. And we got to have the faith in order to believe that we have miracles, right? And you got to believe that God can do it for you in order to either exercise your faith or believe it, that God can work, can work miracles in your life. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So in the book of Hebrews, Hebrews tell us that now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. 
Now, this is in the book of Hebrews, and that's what the book of Hebrews tells now. It's now faith. That's why I asked you, do you have now faith? In other words, you need to have the now faith right now to believe God will bless you by exercising your faith. You, would, you won't be thinking about, will I have faith or can I get faith? But faith is right now. Why? Because God has already given it to us. He's just waiting on you to exercise your faith. So now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That is a powerful statement. I don't know about you, but to me, that's a powerful statement because what it really means is when we exercise our faith, we can have the substance, which simply means we will have the confidence and the conviction to believe that God with assurance would do exactly what he said he would do for us. Are you getting excited about this topic tonight? I know I am. And that is exactly what he is saying for us to do. We've had to have faith before he had moved before he'll do anything. And if you don't have faith, you can't, God not going to move in your life. In verse six of that, the writers in Hebrew said, he puts it this way, but without faith, it's impossible to please him. That's why I say he's not going to do anything for you because if you don't have faith, it's impossible, impossible now to please him. So, you know, you can pray for what five hours, you can speak in tongues. Uh, you know, I, I feel like that verse is telling us you can do a whole lot of things, a whole lot of works and stuff in the in the in scriptures and even in the church and, and helping those that are sick, shut in or whatever. But if you don't have faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So in order to release miracles in your life, you have to have a life of faith and it is absolutely necessary in order to please God. So that's the first thing we got to work on. We got to work on our faith. If I didn't have the faith that I had to have in order to get that miracle that I got last week, God wouldn't have moved in my life. And I've really been praying about that situation for about three years, been working on that same thing for three years. It's a program that God gave me Three years ago, I'm still working on it, but I got that phone call last week and God gave me the breakthrough. So I'm telling you, dear hearts, you may be waiting one year, two years, three years, five years, 10 years. It doesn't matter if God said it, you've got to believe it. Okay. So what does, what, what does that mean? You know, what some people might say, well, what that got to do with a miracle? Well, if you don't know what it got to do about the miracle, you just stay tuned. We're going to tell you a little bit more. Number one, you got to have faith and it's impossible to please God. So if you didn't get anything else, realize that you got to exercise your faith in order to get God's attention. So so everything it, it, that we want God to do in our life, we got to believe that he would do it. So everything it is through faith that we tap into this divine ability that God has given us to release miracles. So what faith usually do, it, it opens up the door and it gives us that, that divine release that the miracles can start forming in your life and start moving even behind the scenes when you don't even know it. Faith is not getting getting something from God. Sometimes we, we use God as like a, a little can, uh, what they call it. Some people say Santa Claus type of person. And he's not even a person, he's God. But sometimes we feel like if we cry long enough, if we pray long enough, and we keep keep asking them long enough that it will happen. So it's not about uh, always asking them for stuff, but it's about believing it and receiving it till it is done. So God wants us to believe. He don't want us to beg. See, if you believe God, you're not going to beg him. You're just going to have faith to believe what, what he can do. 
because what one thing you can do that's going to really help you that helped me too when I was a young Christian, you know, coming up, you know, God told me one time, he said, think back on what I've done for you last year and the year after that and the year after that. And if I did those things, then that should encourage you to know I can do them again. Let me say that again. In other words, if I look back over my life and I think things over, I can truly say that I've been blessed. Why? Because you got a testimony. So sometimes you need to go back and look at the things that God has already done. The miracles he has done in your life because you believed. And God has already given us the gift of believing that it should come to pass. Why? Because it's an our inheritance and it's, a, and it's based upon what Jesus did on the cross. He died for us. He rose from the grave. And God has given us the power and the inheritance to be able to cause those things to be not as though they were. Hallelujah. So we have the substance, which literally means we have the support. We have God standing there helping us to do what needs to be done. So in short, faith is our support system. That's how that's how important it is. Faith is our support system. Faith is who we know God to be now, not just last year or 10 years ago. We faith, we, we need to continue to have faith. Our faith needs to be new every morning. So we, we should have the faith right now to know who God is right now, now what he used to be. And we also need to hope right now with great expectation that God is still the God, even when he was in the future in our lives. He's the same yesterday and the day and forevermore. The Bible also tells us that faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So that means I've got to constantly hear the word of God. Go to Bible school, go to Bible college or in your local church. Go to Sunday school if you have Sunday school. Go to services to hear the word of God. Constantly find yourself in the word of God, reading books, reading manuals. Reading inspirational things, reading the Bible over and over again, hearing that word from somebody else is more effective, though. It's, it's good when you read. Yes, we need that devotional. But when you hear people pouring into you and you actually hear it, the more you hear it, the more you're determined to believe that God is real. God can do it. Why? Because that's what his word says. So when faith operates in our lives, it operates where the will of God is known and act upon. In other words, when you read the scriptures and you know the word of God, you already know what he's going to do because he's given us so many promises in the word of God. So I want you to get a promise in the word of God and believe it and stand on. Say you may be sick in your body. Get a scripture. What does that scripture say about you being sick? He said he will heal us on a bed of affliction. That's one of them. Above all things, he wants us to prosper being good health, even as our soul prosper. Get your scripture and stand on it and exercise your faith. Why? Because it releases miracles. So you first got to get it in your head. You got to think it in your head. You got to put it in your heart to believe that God can do it. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. You know, in scriptures, we are told to sit our affections on the things above and to meditate on God's word in every area of our life. And we got to desire it so we can see the great expectations of him and his power. His working power, his powerful uh, healing power, his powerful deliverance power, the sanctification. We got to continue to believe God for that and build a relationship on that with him. 
This can happen when you build and you fortify your, your faith. You got to build it so strong, no hell that come against you and life can stop you from believing what God is going to do. I don't care what the doctor say. I don't care what the rent man said, or I don't care what the mortgage company said. I don't care what the people say about my, my car going to get repossessed. You can believe God is going to do it for you simply by asking and what can you do to get out of that circumstance or that situation. Now, I'm not saying every time you got a, a problem or a situation and you ain't paying your bills and you're not budgeting nothing, that God's going to step in and bam, it's done. No. We got to budget our money. We still got to live our life the way we need to live it. So we have, you know, have the money and the means to take care of ourselves and not spend money foolishly. But when you know you've done all you can, just stand and believe God. God, you know, I pay my tax. You know, I budget my money. It's just something happened. Emergency came up and I can't pay this bill. God, I want you to help me. And that's when God will move. Mm. You know, Jesus gave a powerful parable and, and, and was yeah, Matthew chapter seven in the gospel of Matthew chapter seven. I'm trying to find the scriptures right here in my eyes. It's chapter seven, verse 24 through 27. Jesus said a parable. He said, therefore, whosoever hear these sins of man and do of them, I would liken him to a wise man that built his house on a rock. You know, the rain descended and the floods came and the wind blew and it beat upon the rock, but it did not fall. For it was founded on a rock. I want you to get this, dear hearts. Your faith got to be founded on a rock. Your salvation got to be founded on the rock. You got to be so strong. Your, your, your faith got to be so fortified. No hell, no enemy, no bad news, no naysayers can stop you from believing what God can do for you. And that's when you see those miracles. When you start exercising that faith. But the parable goes on to say, but everyone who hears these sins of mine and doeth them not will be like a foolish man that builds his house on the sand. <laughs> the rain came and the floods came and it beat upon the house and what have, and they, and it blew upon and it built upon the house and what? It fell and great was the fall of it. So if your faith is built on shaky ground, on sand, and not on a solid foundation, foundation, then it's, you're going to fail. I mean, everything that you do is going to fail because you ain't got no faith. You got no foundation. But if you want to see a miracle, so you want those dreams to come through, you got to build something. You can't just be standing there doing nothing, being lazy. Get in, them, get in that book. Go to Bible study. Do what you got to do. Go to school, whatever you got to do. Get that word in you. Get that faith built up in you. And go back and think about the things God has already done for you. What you doing? Wake up. Amen. Because you want to have a strong foundation so God can bring those miracles to you. With that strong foundation, God brings healing. He brings deliverance. You know, he can he can give you, he can elevate you in different ways. He can heal your body. When the doctor says it's nothing that they can do. You know, if you want to lose weight, God can help you even lose weight. If you want to start eating right, God can help you with that. All you have to do is say, God, change my appetite. And God will do it. Even the little things that you never even think about, God can do it. But we will never operate in a miracle with the miracle working God if, if we constantly continue not to do anything, not to read the word, not to live the right thing, not to believe him. We will never get what we really wanted. 
The writer in Hebrews tells us that we should look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. In other words, God is the author and the finisher of faith. <laughs> yes, that's what we go to, to. We go to him for help, the exercise of faith, to give us the wisdom that we need to know and need to have. Our faith starts and ends with Jesus. He is the source of our strength. He's the source of our life. He's the chief cornerstone, chief cornerstone. Jesus says, but be doers of the word, not hearers only. I could just stop right there. We need to be what? Doers of the word, not hearers only. Now, you know, I know some of us, we go to church. Some of us, you know, we might even go to Bible study. You might read the word and you may say you do your devotions. You're doing a lot of stuff and you're hearing, I mean, you're hearing a lot of stuff. And you might still be doing a lot of stuff, but what kind of stuff are you doing? Are you doing stuff that's going to be productive in your life as a Christian world where you can get the things you need from God by exercising your faith? What James says, but be, he says, but be doers of the word. So we can do a lot of stuff, but he wants us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. So it's very important to have a strong prayer life and biblical training. He said that when, when, when we, uh, our hearers only, we're deceiving ourselves. He also said, faith without works is dead. Wow. That's a powerful statement. I remember when I first got saved, I read that scripture. Faith without works is dead because I didn't have much faith. I just got saved and I was nervous about things and situations that were going on in my life, crying all the time, having anxiety, depression, all this stuff. I was just all pinned up with all kinds of stuff that I was just uncertain about. But when I ran across that scripture, faith without works is dead. What does that mean? That means you got to exercise your faith and you got to believe God for his word. In his word, what it says, you got to stand on it. And God would begin to build your faith up. The Bible even says, build up your most holy faith. So we got to build it up. Just, you know, it's almost like a muscle when you go to the gym and you're trying to build up your muscles. You know, you, you build those muscles up to get strong. You got to build your mental well-being up and your mindset and believe God in your heart set to believe what God said that he would, he would definitely do it. So when we do that, we begin to live in the supernatural and, and we begin to re release supernatural blessings in our lives, supernatural miracle signs and wonders, because we begin to build up that most holy faith, having a relationship with God. And then we're ready to get out there and do the things God has called us to do. So remember the purpose of having miracles in our lives. It's to really to bring glory to God. Because when God gives us a miracle, what we're going to do, we're going to tell others about it, right? And then it's going to make other people get excited. If God did that for her, he could do that for me. So that's why God, sometimes he shows miracles. He allow us to go through things and they're nothing but a miracle. And God begin to show us just how powerful he is and for some reason when i get types of miracles that god bring me all kind of types of over the years of miracles that god has given me it just make me get a little bit more stronger closer to him because i know he really loves me he and he's and i feel like he's real sometimes it takes a long time to realize that god is real we read about it we we've had some experiences about it but when god do things to, for you that nobody else can do when the doctors say no 
when you didn't have the money in the bank to pay a bill, when the doctor said he couldn't fix that situation that's going on in, in your body, and then God just steps in and heal you. And then you go to you go ahead to have surgery and they say the tumor is no longer there. That happened to me. God is real to me because it happened to me. The doctor said one thing. And when they went through the surgery, it was totally different. The tumor had dissolved. No cancer cells. I know God is a good God. To me, that was a miracle. So who? what kind of miracle has God given you? I want you to go back and think about that. And if you want to drop it in the comments, drop it in the comments. What kind of miracles have God done for you? He's done so many things for me and my family, even in my personal life. God is so good. I just could keep it to myself. When I got that miracle last week, I was so excited. I didn't know what to do. I couldn't even sleep for two or three nights because it's something I've been working on for three years. But God came through for me. So if he came through for me, he's going to come through for you. That's why I want to encourage you tonight. Don't get jealous of others that get blessed. Because if God did it for them, he can do it for you. All right. I hope you enjoy enjoying this tonight. I hope so. But right now we're getting ready to go to break. But when we return, I'm going to give you the wisdom tips for this evening. And I want you to stay tuned. We'll be right back. And please share this board broadcast with a friend. I know they want to hear about miracles because I know they're waiting on one. Okay. So. Remember, stay with us and join us. We'll be right back right after this this commercial. media network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners have you heard ctr media network offers podcast production podcast training distribution and product placement book us for your next event or schedule an interview with ctr media network podcasters today to learn more go to ctrmedianetwork.com Welcome back. Now, if you're just joining us, we've been talking about how to release, have wisdom to release miracles tonight. And I just want to share with you before I give the wisdom tips, a miracle that happened in the Bible. 
It's very exciting miracle that happened in the Bible. And I often go back and read it. It just really encourages me. It was about the man that was at Bethesda, at the pool of Bethesda. God healed him. And the Bible says that he was there at Bethesda, you know, waiting for the stirring of the water. When the angels come down, you know, the stirring of the water came. And he was trying to get, get into that water, I'm sure, for many years because he had been sick for 38 years. And the stirring of the water, people just sitting there, not only him, but other sick people, those that had that were paralyzed, blind people, people that were sick, all kind of illnesses that people had. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that it was five porches that were all the, the, the people that were sick was laying there waiting for the angels to come down so they could have the stirring of the water. Then a certain man, he had, had been, been, the man had been sick for like 38 years and he was just sitting there. And the scripture says Jesus saw him laying there and he knew the man's condition. He knew the man had that situation going on in his body for many, many years. So as he looked at him, he said to him, do you want to be made well? And the sick man answered him. He started complaining like most of us do. When God asks us a question, you're going to start telling God about all the things why you can't do it. You know, that's the first thing we have a default where we just go back to the negative. So he asked him that question. And the man said, he said, sir, he said, uh, I have no man to put me into the pool. He said, he said, and so, you know, as the stirring of the water, you know, some other people always just step in before I can even get into that. And then Jesus looked at him and said, rise and take up your bed and walk. Now, some of you might say to yourself, now, God, if God knew the man was sick and knew that he had been sick for 38 years, he knew his condition. Why would he ask the man, do he want to be made whole or do he do? Why did, or why did the God ask him, uh, do he want to be made well? Well, think about it. The man had been sick for 38 years. Couldn't get in the pool. He, had, he was crippled, paralyzed. So if God healed him, he's got to get him a job. He got to buy his own food. He's going to have to learn how to walk. He's going to have to learn how to buy food. I mean, get, get clothing. And so God was probably asking him, are you ready for this? You see, 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 dear hearts, let, 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 me, let me just come down your street right now. Sometimes we pray for God to do a whole bunch of stuff for us. And we want these miracles. But when he gives us these miracles, can you handle it? Because sometimes with miracles and the things that God gives us is more responsibility. So God knew that this man was going to have to have responsibility. Now he's going to have to learn how to take care of himself. So I want to ask you a question tonight. Are you ready for your miracle? Are you ready? Because you don't know what that mirror is going to take you. You don't have no, you don't know how it may take you somewhere where you're going to be scratched out and you're going to have too many blessings and you're not going to know how to keep up where before you can, you can sit there and watch Netflix and do all kinds of stuff and, and be lazy and just hang around the house and you ask God for a business and God give you the business and now you're working 24-7. Now you just, you depressed and you, you're frustrated about the throwing the towel. Are you ready for these miracles? You got to make sure you're ready for those miracles because God will give you whatever you want. So when God told him, he didn't, he, God didn't say, let me help you and pick you up. After he healed him, he told him, you take up the bed and walk. So what am I saying? When we get miracles, we're going to have responsibility for those miracles that God has given us. So you got to be ready. All right. All right. Now let's go to the wisdom tips. Tip number one, show yourself approved. Write it down. Show yourself approved. If you want to know more about miracle signs and wonders, study the word of God and meditate daily. 
even consecrate yourself and pray. If you really want to know about the supernatural, you got to do a lot of fasting and praying. I don't, I know people nowadays saying you got to do all that, but Herner, you better do all that. God Bible teaches it. You do all that if you really want to know the miracle signs and wonders. Second Timothy two fifteen says, "Study to show thyself approved unto God, a worker that needeth not be ashamed, rightly devise the word of truth." So if you want to know about miracle signs and wonders, do the study, do research on it. It's real and it can happen to you. It's happened to me and my family and some of my friends. For 40 some years, I've been saved and I've seen a lot of miracles, hundreds, maybe even thousands. If you think, if I think about going to conventions and stuff, it's powerful, but you got to make sure you can handle it. Tip number two, hear the voice of God in prayer. A lot of people say, I never heard God's voice. If you have a prayer life, you're going to hear God's voice. He will talk to you. So you're going to have to start exercising your prayer life and get serious about it. Pull away, get by yourself in a quiet place make your altar at your home some kind of way, whether it's the bathroom, the kitchen, your closet, whatever. You got to have no big house and make a, a prayer closet. Everywhere I've ever lived, I've held a prayer closet since I've been saved. And I, and I had a little small house when we first started out, me and my husband, but we always had a prayer closet. All right. So you will hear God's voice. You can't, if you can't hear God's voice, you can't take instructions. How are you going to take, do some, do something God called you to do and you haven't even heard his voice. He haven't given you the instructions. So it's important to have a prayer life. Ask God to speak to you through, through the word of God and through the discernment so you can hear his voice. He will give you the discernment to hear his voice from another. All right. Even, even the scripture said the Lord, that, 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 that uh, his people, his sheep know his voice and other ones, they will not follow him. So if you don't know his voice, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I know somebody getting mad right now, but I'm telling you the truth. I want you to be what? Saved, delivered. Want the mirrors to come, want your dreams to come to pass. Number three, exercise your faith. When we exercise our faith, we believe what God has promised us. And we're not going to be shaking and be going back and forth like a, a, a man with every wind of doctrine. One moment you, you remember you want this doctrine, next moment you, you're doing this doctrine, or you believe this way, next week you believe the next way. No, you got to believe God's word, his promises that he has given us. When you do this, it will release miracles, signs, and wonders in your life. Are you excited about that? I am. I'm excited about this topic tonight. If God gave me a miracle last week, you better wait up on your miracle this week. God can do it. Number four, take action when he speaks. Take actions. When God speaks to you, act immediately. Don't say, I'm going to do it next year. God, I ain't got no money. If God speaks to you, say, okay, it's time for you to start your business. Do it. Do it. You say, my God, I ain't got no money. I'm what to just step, step forth. And he'll start opening up and revealing things to you. How you can get the money, how you can get financed this way. You know who you can get, what building you can get, whether he wants you to do it at home or somewhere else. Take action. All right. And then take the directives of what he's telling you and the probing of the Holy Spirit through, through a supernatural experience that you're going to have with God. Once you get hooked up with God and begin to pray, God going to manifest a lot of things to you. and You're going to see the supernatural. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoyed this broadcast, this episode that we've had tonight. I hope you go on out there and get your miracle because God's going to give it to you. If you practice these tools that we've given you tonight, God's going to do some great things for you. Well, it's time for us to go. I'm so glad you joined us here on Wisdom Tips. Please join us again next week. Same time, same station, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And check me out on 
CTR Media Network, Facebook, Spotify, Google, and other platforms. And we will be so excited for you to hit that notification button to see when we have new content coming in. And please forget, don't forget to share, 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 tell your friends about us. And we will certainly appreciate it. And, and, and you know what? I want you to always remember this. We ain't got no time for tears and fears. We got to get up off that bed where we at and stop feeling sorry for ourselves. We ain't got no time for that because we're too blessed to be stressed. Because wisdom is the principal thing. And all that, get it? What are we going to do? We're going to get an understanding so we can what? Live a victorious life. Have a blessed evening, everybody. Love you. Goodbye.